mates. G'day, ladies. G'day, g'day, gentlemen. G'day, Jedi's. G'day, everyone who listens to Guitar Wank podcasts. All of you out there, welcome to another Guitar Wank show. We on episode ninety nine. Um, R. Are we? Are we on PQRSTU. <laughs> I thought that was funny. You, we're on 99U, uh, listening to episode 99U. It's not R, you. You're an idiot, Troy, that you didn't <laughs> get that. Anyway, so that's where we're at. Thank you for joining us wherever you are in the world. Whatever you're doing, uh, a big shout out to uh, a bunch of mates out there. Shout out to my mate Ulf in Sweden, who wants to be in the uh, new game show. Ulf. I hear you, and uh, let's see if we can make that happen, mate. Uh, hello to everyone else out there who is listening and walking their dog or going to a gig, whatever you're doing. It's just good to know you're listening, and thank you. We have a lot to talk about today, so I'm going to hurry up. Uh, Bruce Foreman is coming to New York. If you are a New York listener and you are in New York, and you want to see Bruce play? You need to go. May 3rd. He is at Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola. I believe in the city, right? Um, you can check out all the information on uh, the Facebook page. All that. But Bruce Foreman is at the Coca-Cola Dizzy's Club on 3rd of May at 7.30pm and at 11.30pm. Or is that just the one show? Anyway, he's probably doing two shows. But if you're in the area, go give Bruce some shit and uh, support him. Buy him a beer, yell something at him, and uh, try and put him off his game. He'd love it. He'd love to see you there. So um, it should be a great gig. Wish I could go. So make sure you do that. Also, another thing we can do, My Music Masterclass is offering a discount. If you go to mymusicmasterclass.com and put in the promo code WANKFEST, you will get a discount. I'm not 100% sure what how much of the discount is because I forget, but it's a discount. So mymusicmasterclass.com and use WANKFEST as the promo code, all in capitals, WANKFEST. Big capitals, WANKFEST. There you go. That's about it for that. Uh, I'd like to say, what else would I like to say? I think that's it. That's all we're going to do. So uh, we're going to get into it with this session. Scott's back in town. Actually, me and Scott are going to catch up tomorrow, Wednesday, and uh, check out the Oxbox. So Scott's going to put the Oxbox through its paces. I'm really curious to see what Scott thinks after he's used it. Uh, Yes, Scott did kind of give it a bit of a a dogging. Um wasn't a fan of it but he's starting to hear good things about it so now he's like ah troy you want to bring that box over and maybe we'll check it out and i'll just see what what's going on (laughs) so um yeah so while we'll share that obviously bruce is still talking to dumble which is hilarious and on so many levels and uh if you haven't bought a cap Oh, man, what are you doing? Buy a cap. Your missus will look hotter. She'll look better in the guitar wank cap. So buy a cap for your missus or your kids or your mum, your dad. Buy one for yourself. You will play guitar better. You will look better. You'll be more 
self-confident and become more successful because of a hat. It's amazing, I know, and uh, we actually have proof to back it up. So um, buy a cap, go to guitarwank.com, buy a cap, buy a mug, buy a T-shirt, and uh, you can get it all there, guitarwank.com. What's the point of doing anything else than that? If you don't want to buy anything and you just want to throw money at us, we are totally, totally hooked up to take your money in a donation tab on the website and you can donate your life savings. Maybe you're really old and you have no family and you just are leaving this world and instead of giving it to a bunch of dogs or cats or whatever, you want to give it to Guitar Wank because this is your last will and testament and you're like, I'm going to give my life savings to Guitar Wank. I'm leaving this world. I have no pets or family. Guitar Wank, donate button. Here I come. Just suggestions. You don't have to, but pretty good idea. Uh, That's it. Let's get into it with Scott and Bruce. It was a fun time with both of these crazy bastards. And it was really good to catch up with Scott again. And uh, yeah, a lot of fun. All right. Guitar Wank out. Short and sweet this week, fellas. All right, have a great one. I'm in New York as of this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I believe. So um, maybe I can catch up with some of my New York peeps too if you're out there. All right, (laughs) I hope all is well. Be safe. Let's stick together. Community, community, community. And uh, we will talk to you guys all next week. And keep them coming with the emails at guitarwank at gmail.com for information on the competition, which is still happening, folks. And actually, on a side note, instead of making you guys wait any longer, I think we're going to start drawing names uh, out of hats and giving a prize away each episode. So we just get this shit on the road and get it happening so that's what's going to happen from now on uh we will draw a name out of the hat and announce the winners online and uh you'll get a prize so we'll keep that going until we run out of prizes which is kind of cool right so you all get a really good shot of winning something i think there's only like seven people that entered anyway so that's that's all good (laughs) um and also of course bruce's new game show that he come up with that we're all really confused and excited about. Uh, keep emailing. We're getting your emails and we're going to start organizing the game show, the Guitar Wank game show. What a brilliant idea. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not organizing this. Uh, okay, uh, that's it. Keep them coming. We'll talk to you later. Have a great, safe rest of your week and keep guitar wanking. off troy so we I'm, can so we can uh all right I'm so, gonna sh- I'm so, gonna we're sh- not, so we don't waste any of this good amazing conversation amazing conversation all right guitar wank here we go there we go damn yeah okay how exciting hop that along a, hop along cassidy over there that was exciting what, you, why you, are you limping i had a motorcycle accident I, you said that you were gonna stop i couldn't stop <laughs> no. Yeah, the motorcycle ran him over this time. Seriously? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm joking. No, it's, I had... it's it's just as dangerous to be off a motorcycle. Yeah, it turns I... out as being on one. <laughs> I was I was thinking I was 22 again, and I was running in the park.
like a madman. The park. Running in the yeah, park. park. Translate yeah. for me, Briss. Yeah. And okay. um, I rolled my ankle like oh, really yeah. bad. I think yeah. I broke it. I'm not really sure, but Jesus, I've uh, done that so many uh, times walking the dogs, where your ankle just, your foot just goes whoops. sideways. Oh. Yeah. Man, that is fucking painful. Painful as fuck. Yeah, so and then, and it's then, a week course, now. And then he's stepping on shit with his other good foot, you know. And he's, oh, you know, sorry, yeah. man. I'm just paying for all my sins, man. That's what oh, it is. I'm well, you got a lot sins. to pay for. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. You'll you come back next week. expect the other ankle to be sprained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll you come back next week. There'll be no legs. Yeah. I'll be just fucking... He'll be on his third leg. <laughs> hey, a shout out to all those people that don't use their legs. I don't know how you do it. I'm very impressed. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, man, I feel... Ladies and gentlemen, wow. we got Scott Henderson back in the what? room. Yay. I'm sure everybody thought you'd quit the podcast. Yeah, we oh, man. Just had to I'm sure everybody thought that there oh, was no. there it's, were persistent rumors. It, One rumors had me that I killed you. No, as much as <laughs> and this locked gig you pays, in a closet, I, I had to go. Like I know this gig pays a lot, this podcast, but yeah. I had to go because actually touring pays just a little bit more than the podcast. So I had to take the better well, offer. We, we were going with the Jimmy Hoffa thing, you know, that I had you buried in like right. the end zone at the Coliseum, you know. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> you just come back for the free hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I wore my 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 um you know my my uh guitar wink hat for the whole tour pretty much. And then it just gave out. Gave out. It, it caught on fire at the end. One of the stage lights caught it on fire. It, it, it mutinied. It decided, you know, enough of these mites and weird hair gels. I'm out of here. Yeah. It went home yeah. with it. Went home with the bald guy. That's right. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you got a new one. A lot of people were talking about the hat, Scott. Oh, they were? Oh, fuck yeah. In numerous places. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got you know, my picture taken quite a few times, so so I was wearing the hat Everyone all was the like, time. I can't wait to get so. a hat. And due to you wearing your hat, we have sold out of guitar wank hats. No, no, we haven't. Seriously? No, we haven't. Oh, but that's but I, I, Well, I felt good for a minute there. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of predict in the future at some point we will sell out. Yeah, <laughs> at some point, yeah. We'll give them all away and they'll have sold out. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. cool. No, actually, we're doing... Well, yeah, I notice every now and then there's money in the, you know, more money in the bank. So it must be something. Maybe somebody's donating money to us and just saying, thank you for doing all this work and not getting paid. You're welcome. (laughs) Right. We appreciate that. We we will. Here, have a hat. (laughs) Probably we're going to get hookers to pay on us and then deny it. Smart. (laughs) I'm not going to go there. Mm -hmm. But um, Scott, where have you been, man? Well, let's see. I've been in... um, Started in Lithuania, and I'd never been there before. You went straight. I went. Isn't it a great place? I loved it. It was. Yeah, but even before you left, I think you had like a lot of stuff you were doing. No, I was just basically practicing at home. Right, and and you you were putting your record together. Yeah, we did a record, and we did the record um, at the same studio that we did Vibe Station, and and, um, I love that place. They're so nice. Such a nice room. It's in Eagle Rock. It's actually really close to my house. Oh, okay. It's right on Eagle Rock Boulevard. Yep. And they've got a beautiful Neve board. And what I love about the room is that it's not so live. It's not like a big studio in Hollywood where the room is just too live, too almost. too right. big yep. to get a nice tight sound. So it's a great jazz room. You know, you it's it's fairly dead, but still the drums sound really big. And uh, I love it. I love it. And um, Alan Hertz engineered it, and I'm going to get him to mix too. But he was the you know the the drummer 
that previously yep. played on Vibe Station, but he's a great engineer. So he was really, it was really fun for him to meet Archie, and they really hit it off. You know, um, they both have a lot of respect for each other, and you know, Alan really liked Archie's playing and his tone yep. because they both play Gretsch drums and they're crazy about Gretsch. Oh, cool! So they had similar tone, you know, and uh, yeah, so it was it went really well. Now, did and, you guys um, record live, or how did you yeah, record? Yeah, we recorded. Didn't we talk about this? No, no, I don't think it well, did. Okay, well, I had like you were going into it, but I, I had, mean, you talked about the last record, but I, not this I one. had five tunes that we play live already. Right. So we, those we just played live. Wait, it, how many takes do you think you were doing? Well, I think we did maybe three takes of yep. each tune. Yeah. And then on the tunes that I didn't want to play live, which are like the another six tunes. Right. I, I'm sorry, there were four tunes, and then the other on the, on the other five tunes. I had them play along with my computer sequence, you know, because there were already a lot of layered guitars and it sounded really good. Right. The only thing we had to figure out is how long the solos are going to be. So obviously, because if they're playing to a, a track, we have to figure out, okay, you know, we right. want to blow and you yeah. really want to, to make, and they're long, right. they're long solos. But so I had to sort of watch while I was soloing, had to kind of watch the needle and say, okay, you know. Now it's time for me to count the band back in, and I had a little mic and say, "Okay, here we go. One, two, oh, wow. three. This okay. is the end of my solo. Here we're yep. going to come back in, and you're going to be playing with the computer again." Yeah. And then I, another solo section would come. So up the drummer was the just playing thing. along with a click. <coughs> yeah. Right. Well, he played with the click all the time. Right. So okay. that we could, so that I have bar lines when yep. I'm working. I, I like to have bar lines, but um, yeah. So that worked out really good. Um, it was just a little tricky to move all the little sections to where they needed to move to be moved according to how long we wanted our solos to be and that we just felt it out like yeah. how long do you feel like playing and i took like a couple takes of the tune i ah, i feel like my solo is a little bit too short I, I think i want to play more or too long or whatever and then move the next part of the tune accordingly yeah yeah and so that was the only technical now, did you have your solos kind of roughed out or what you were no, going to do? Just went no for it. No idea. Just right. went for it. Awesome. For it. And I think, I actually think I like a few of them. Like, like at least three or four solos I probably will keep, but I may have to play them again for tone. I don't know. Right. I yeah. haven't, you know, I did the whole thing with IRs because at this studio and I think just about any studio, you can't really crank a amp up because the drums just, you know, pick up everything. Yeah. Yeah. So... I used John's box, and yep. I used, um, you know, my favorite IR, which is that um, Balance Celestian. Celestian, yeah. And, I mean, to me it sounded pretty good, um, you know, when I was playing, but I haven't compared it to what I can do at home. Right. So if I can get a better tone at home, which I, I probably can, yeah. then I'll probably do, I'll just, if I like something that I played, I'll just replay it. I'll be curious to see what you, how that compares. Yeah, I don't know. It, I yep. mean, it sounded it sounded really good when I was playing. Yeah. You just used your standard heads, huh? stand, your standard amps. Yeah, I yep. brought my Marshall and and but I, I don't know. You know, I'm not still sold on IRs because when they're when they're recording the cabinet, it's in their room, and. When I record my cabinet, it's in my room, and mm -hmm. I think my room is probably why I might like right. the sound because it's tuned and it's not so big. And I don't know, just I'm so used to the way sound bounces around in my room and goes back into the mic. It's a 
tone that I'm really used to. Used to, yeah, yeah. So probably I'm going to like the real deal right, and yeah. probably end up just redoing. Even if I play a solo I really like, I'll just learn it. Yeah, and yeah. play it again and fix the parts I don't like. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. But but anyway, yeah. And what I did is um, I put all the tracks on my laptop so that Archie could listen to his drum tracks in the van while we were. So all the way through the tour, he was always listening, you know. And he's he's got you know it's it's actually a pretty simple job. He'll like say you know well I like you know, drums from take one for the first half of the song and drums from take two from this on the second half, something like that. Yep. And then it's like, I did a really cool fill here that I really like, so some somehow get that fill in there, you know, because that's a badass fill and I want it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to make him happy and just, get, you know, if he likes a fill and he wants it in there, I'm just going to pop it in there. Now, were you guys recording all, you're doing like the vibe station, right? Pro Tools and then you'll do bounce to tape? Yeah. Yeah. Pro Tools. It, it, it was easier this time because Alan did such an amazing job of labeling everything. Yeah. That once he made a template for one song, it was the same for same all the for rest everything. of the songs. Yep. So all I had to do is just get the files from him and just pop them into Digital Performer one at a time. And, you know, you know, you can set the thing where it just goes, whatever file you drag into the track just goes to the very beginning. Right. And it was so easy. Yeah. Super easy. Took That's me a cool. day to do all the You guys at 96, we record yeah. 96, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a really cool record. I, I know, I'll tell you one thing for sure. There's a lot more interplay going on, you know. I mean, Alan and Travis are great, but these guys, they're just a little bit more in your face. They're a right. little bit more less support and more adding their own personality yeah so i feel like it's i feel like that when i leave space they they do things that are interesting and right you know, not that alan and travis didn't but, but these guys are just a little bit they have more jazz vocabulary right right and so yeah I think well alan and Tra travis probably were laying it down and b just yeah. really holding the foundation Kinda, yeah, really exactly solid. Yeah, and yeah. these guys do too to a point but they're just more aggressive they just yeah. you know they they play more they're they're they react to things sometimes not everything i mean they're not the kind of guys that jump on everything i play which i wouldn't like well it sounds like you but, had to train them a little bit too right well i, I gotta hate to say it like that but well I give think, them give them direction well, what you were yeah thinking. what i'm looking for which is a balance of support yeah and, and also creativity and they're french right i mean yeah. that's got to be a disability right there yeah. right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, Bruce, where's your French jokes? There you go. Ah, oui, oui. Hey, you're, not, you're not going to war. It's just music. <laughs> I pee on you. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> I don't know these guys. I, I no, they're cool, man. They're yeah, really, I've heard they're nice great guys, things, man. And they, they play really well. So, How old um, are they? They're one, The bass player, I think, just turned 30. Right. And the drummer's like 26 or 27. Oh, so around our age. Yeah, right. Around our age. Yeah. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah, <laughs> I made a lot of jokes about him on the mic and the gigs, <laughs> saying I was trying to trying to find guys that were. It's always good to be the best looking one in the band, so I tried to find uglier musicians. But these are the only guys I could could get. You know, they look like supermodels. Oh really? They're good. -looking <laughs> yeah, they're guys? real handsome guys. You know. Oh fuck that. Yeah. In fact, one guy on one guy on my was it Facebook? I think it was Facebook, where it was that picture that Bruce took. Of me and again i had just eaten and my stomach was a little bit out and said he said is scott still pregnant or, or <laughs> did something 
And then I said, man, you know, every time I have a big dinner, Bruce takes my picture and my stomach's <laughs> out. But I assure you, I have a flat stomach, you know, and ask all the Hollywood actresses that come to every one of my gigs. Right? Six pack, and, dude. Yeah, and he <laughs> replied... Dude, I saw you in Vegas, and you look like a fat fuck compared to those French supermodels. <laughs> and I said, thanks. Appreciate that. I That's why you need, bigger, you, they look as you, good need, as you need a bigger guitar, Scott. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, right. it's, it's all about proportions. Like, Jesus. Nobody gives me a break.
mean, the guy's playing a drum set. Of course, it's gonna look dull. You know what I mean? You're playing a little, little, little. Piece yeah. of, you're playing like a boat paddle. Well, hold you it. Know? Both of you guys, you guys don't work out. None of you guys do shit other than well, play guitar. Well, I, I do. Well, you walk you with dogs, know, right? Dogs you don't, guys know, don't, you don't know. know any, you don't know well, that. You guys walk, but you guys are not at the gym. You're not no, running laps or anything like that. that. No. Well, you guys are in amazing shape for not really doing a well, hell of a lot. Well, actually, my doctor told me that he wants me to start lifting weights. Okay. Because he says you're getting to the age where if you want... You know, my strong point is my legs. My legs are in really good shape because of all the walking with the right. dogs. My arms... I don't really do too much heavy shit with my yeah. arms i need to start lifting weights yeah. not big weights but just no, you just know wristbands whatever intensity, doing something yep. to get the muscles going in my yeah. arms he it says, is you the, should, it you is by far that. the best thing for it. it's actually better than what, cardio what, what is lifting weights oh. it's he way better than it's just it. the the best by far the best thing you can do uh but so, better than running or any of that mm-hmm. shit that's cool. so, so you, what do you do you just like uh Pick shit up, like get in, get a two-band. Pick, yeah, pick shit up. Shit, and, well, I've you've already been over that. that. <laughs> I've just gotten over that. That talking? Jim Kelly amp should be perfect. Yeah. You should lift yeah. that thing off the Take floor. that. Pretend you got 10 gigs. And Are you we talking go about lifting 100 pounds times. or lifting like 10 pounds? No, really small. Like the, he was heavy. Like, like 10-pound weights wrist on your wristbands? Wristbands. Oh, okay. Just just have wristbands and on. And just kind of raise them above your head. Yeah, that's Yeah, okay, cool. Just to get the muscles going in your arms. Yeah, that's a good so, thing yeah so, like that you can do it while you're riding around in a van yeah yeah so that way you don't have to deal with nature <laughs> i love the nature part <laughs> throwing saddles on a horse that's okay right right yeah. okay. all that stuff is good yeah so and um yeah. the gigs at la i heard awesome reports they were fun, so yeah they're yeah. good yeah i mean it's it's good not to have to um it's just so funny that bruce came and the one tune that i i really like this tune but I fucked it up the night he he was there because I hadn't played it. We hadn't played it in about two two weeks, I guess. We stopped playing in the middle of the tour. Right. And and um, so damn it, I fucked up the head, and you he couldn't hear you couldn't hear the harmony that's going on there because I completely fucked it up. But whatever, I'll make it up. He on actually the called so, me and, and said so, that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but how was it? Yeah. Tell you, we, we, you've jumped already from. The record to L.A. Let's hear about the oh. tour. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, yeah, so, so we started in Lithuania. Lithuania, yeah. And um, the thing is about Europe this time is they had this thing. I don't know if you guys heard it on the news here, but there was some kind of a cold front that came from, what's that seriously cold place in Russia? Siberia. 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 <laughs> so they had a Siberian cold front blowing into Europe. What a good guess. For <laughs> two weeks. And it was a good 20 to 30 degrees colder than it that ever was the name had of my, been oh my in Europe God. You know at what? that time of year. I should have known. My first wife was named Siberia. I should have known something <laughs> like that. Good one. She is a cold hearted. Good one. <laughs> so we wow. tried a lot of different stuff because the van... Uh, the heat in the van just wasn't cutting it. How do you driving from where? Yeah. We were well. We we flew to. I flew to Warsaw and then Warsaw, flew yep. to Lithuania. Yep. And from there we were in the van almost the whole tour. Holy! So this shit. was a van tour. Wow. Yeah. There were only there were only a few flights. We flew to. Uh, where did we fly to? We flew up to Sweden. No, no, I'm sorry. We took a ferry to Sweden, actually. I mean, so you're cranking um, the heat in this vehicle. And yeah, there's, it's And there's four not, or five of you in not it. Not working at all. And it's still oh, not working. Damn. Not working. So so we we tried. The first thing, I, the idea I had was let's Get buy a space van? heater. Yeah, but it, we couldn't do that. 
So I, I said, let's get a space heater and try to hook it up with a 12-volt charger and see if the engine can take it. Yeah. And, of course, it couldn't. It just couldn't do it. What year was this? The van was new. Damn. But, but it was just too cold. I mean, it was just too cold. So so, so we ended up um, buying some athletic feet warming yeah. pads. You've seen those? Yeah, yeah. You basically attach them to the bottom of your feet and then put your socks on over them. That keeps your feet warm for a while. Right. And that so those work pretty good. And then we we stopped at some like kind of a Walmart type place and we bought this king size huge comforter that was like three or four inches thick. Yeah. And fold doubled it over a couple of times and put that across us. Oh my just god. Covered us up. <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. It was hard. Wow. It was hard. It was really There's nothing worse cold. than being cold like Plus that. Plus you're wearing I mean, I'm wearing like my my shirt. A sweater, a big sweater, and my gigantic, you know, jacket and gloves, coat and everything. But it's so just no heat in the car at all. No, there was heat. It just wasn't enough. Far just out. wasn't enough. It just wow. couldn't do the job. It was fucking thirty degrees below zero. So outside. where did you guys so, land in um, Lithuania? Then we drove no, Latvia. Lit- um, we didn't go to Latvia. Okay, um, the gig, We had one gig in Latvia and it got canceled. Right. So, so did we, you do Riga? Did, um. Yeah. Oh, Riga's a cool place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. Way more European than I thought it would yeah, be. It's yeah. not... I thought... I was thinking Russia. No. It's more like Vienna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they, when we were there, which is over 10 years ago, they had internet throughout the whole city back then. Mm-hmm. Like, that was so more... Adv- and they then you go to Germany, and you'd have to pay like 15 euro for an hour, yeah. but... Riga had it free for they the whole city. They had great internet, awesome. really modern stuff. They had yep. excellent food. Well, they need to hack really the United nice. States. So they need <laughs> that bandwidth. Yeah. There we go. Bada boom, bada bing. So from there, we went to, I guess, we did Sweden. We went to Norway. We played at the Larvik Guitar Festival. which The is Larva kind of Guitar Festival? Larvik. Larvik. Sounds yeah. wormy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right um yeah there were some wormy guitar players yeah. there for sure and then and then uh, so so the larvik guitar festival was it all like your style of music no was it was it like everything from jazz to rock I, I know steve Vai was coming in the night after us uh-huh. and then they had other jazz players and i think diodario was a big sponsor of it because i remember them calling me and asking me for some photos for the festival and I went what festival and they said you're playing at Larvik you know and I went oh I didn't know that I didn't I thought it was a club I didn't know it was a festival but it was fun it was a really cool stage and um then we went you know we did Sweden Norway we went we flew to Ronnie no we drove to Ronnie Scott's through through, on a ferry Ronnie Scott's in, uh, in London. Ah, oh, London. Yeah. Okay. Great club. Yeah. Yeah. Best sounding room that I've played in. What I just London love the is such a great place. place. I yeah. love London. So, uh, and then we, we 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 also went to Italy and Germany, Austria. Um, where else? Wow. Jeez. How many gigs you guys do? We did twenty five gigs oh, in man. in like thirty days. Wow, that's a lot of road yeah. time. It was a lot of yeah. Wow. Yeah, there was a lot of traveling. That's for sure. And just just a few flights. Oh yeah, we played in Athens. Went to Greece. Oh, how was that? Great. I, you yeah. know, we got. So, we, yeah, this is all van, or you flew some of that. Well, we flew to Athens. Yeah. And w- the cool thing is then, um, you know, their their economy, I guess, is starting to come back a little bit because they had that huge crash. Yeah. And yeah. I hadn't played there for five years. Yep. 
And so finally I get to go back and play there again. And uh, it, that was nice. And uh, got to see the Parthenon. We had an amazing hotel there because you could see the Parthenon right from the hotel. Wow. It was all lit up and That's gorgeous. Cool. It was really nice, yeah. So did you have, what, what was something you noticed about, um, the, well, you had good crowds? Yeah. Yep. Almost every place was sold out. Wow. So was there was anything nice you noticed too. about being over there this time than last time? Not Other really. Than the cold? Just, well, actually, the, the thing, and I think this is just luck, we really lucked out in the rooms. Yeah. Like every single club that we played sounded great. Like no boomy basketball courts. Yeah. Maybe one. You know, I think we had one kind of bad gig because the sound was so bad that right. it was. It just—it was hard to play. I couldn't hear one. Yeah. Archie's drums just sounded like a—you know—they were in a <laughs> reverb chamber. Right. It's like I'm trying to hear where one is, but I can't hear it. I know it's not him because he's playing the same shit he played the night before. Right. It was just hard. But every other club, man, I just really felt like we lucked out because the acoustics were really nice. Even big places, nice yep. acoustics. You could hear everything just crystal clear. One of the biggest things that I notice was my tone was way better on this tour because i switched i sold my open back cab mm -hmm. my open bag slant cab i actually had two of them i had one for here and one over there yeah i sold them both and i got just the regular just the cabinet that i record with the 412 closed back a cal a, a carry right carry yeah. right cab. and it's so consistent from gig to gig that's the main thing i noticed like yeah there's that open back cab seemed to change from club to club. Yeah. And this closed back cab was so consistent. Every night it basically had my tone. And just I, to I find just the sound it. better? Like yeah, kept it just together? more punchy, yeah. easier to play legato. Um, the notes just pour out easy, easier. The tone is fatter, yeah. thicker. I just love it, man. I'm just so happy that I'm... You went no. that direction. Yeah, I don't know what why I did that open back thing. I do not know why, but whatever. I'm I'm back playing my regular shit. Yeah, and it's not you know the only the only downside is that you don't hear yourself from the back quite as well because the sound is not right. You know the slant does help you hear yourself better, so you have to put a little more guitar on the monitor. And sometimes the sound man can yell at you because the the the, the four twelve close back is more directional. Yep. And if it's pointing at the sound guy, he really <laughs> yeah. he, he wants to you know, he can't mix the band if the guitar is coming too loud. Directly on the stage. So yeah. I got asked quite a few times to turn down. <laughs> well that's normal. But it's guitar. no big deal. I just yeah. said, you know, if I'm too loud on stage, just put more in the monitor. Yeah. So I spent a little more time EQing monitors because you know, if yeah. the monitor doesn't sound good, you're not yeah. gonna like it. But um, I ran, we ran across so many clubs that had the same monitors. They were either Myers, which are amazing, yep. or this other company, it's a European company, and it might be ABS or something like that, I can't remember, but they sound fantastic. So you almost don't have to EQ them. You just, you know, you just turns the guitar up in the monitor and you're like, whoa, this sounds incredible. So, you know, get the, you get the, Big meat sound from the back and then the detail, you know, like maybe 75% of it from the back and then just 25% of the detail in the monitor and you're yep. good to go. Yep. It sounds really good. So, yeah, so I had a great tone tour. It was fun. That's awesome yeah, to hear because really I know nice. how you 
that yeah. that's such a huge thing. Well, it thing. helps me play better. Yeah, for I sure. I mean, it just helps me play better. When, did, did you, you do know. clinics at all? We did uh, three. Three, yeah. We did three clinics. We did two in France and one in Italy. Yeah. And... Uh, but they were they were weird the way they were formatted. They weren't formatted like regular clinics where it's just me. They were band clinics. Yeah. So the band would actually play like I don't know two or three tunes, and then they'd ask questions, and an hour later play another couple tunes and ask questions, and that was right. it. So it was it was all of us. Yeah. Instead of just me. Yeah. Which was nice because then the other guys get to answer some questions. Yeah. And what was was there a running theme of questions that you noticed? Same. Same thing. It's the same, you know. How do you it's... tune your guitar and <laughs> No, they're not they're not as dumb as Americans over there. Ah, <laughs> oh, they guys they guys all of our audience. No, they are they are uh, pretty on it. Like, you know, they're asking questions that you would expect like Bruce's students to ask at USC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're on it. Yeah. You yeah. know, they 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 understand what we're doing. They understand how jazz works. And they're asking relevant questions like, how do you guys, you know, all kinds of questions, starting from how do you set up to hear each other well, to, to not get in each other's way? How do you play with each other? How do you communicate? And then, of course, there's the usual scale shit. Yeah. What your main way of playing out or this, that, you know, good questions for yeah. Yeah, that are, that are interesting to Matt. To it answer. sounds like you had a a great tour. Yeah, it was fun, except for just freezing the my balls freezing off. Freezing your tits off. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, but that only lasted. That was the first two weeks. After that, it started to warm up. Yeah, and then we also started to go south. South. Yeah. So the the second two weeks was way more. Into Russia. Yeah, we went to Moscow. That was another flying gig. So that was fucking cold. That was cold. Yeah. Yeah, but it was one of our. It was, you know, I was really happy that. It, we seem to have, you know, sometimes you go to Bumblefuck and you play your ass off, but then you go to like um, London or Moscow or Paris and you play like shit. Yep. <laughs> well, luckily, you know, we just had a great tour in that way because we, I think our best gig was Ronnie Scott's. Yeah. And one of the best gigs was Moscow. Wow. So we did that really well. Yeah. 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 And we sold out the club, the Koskov club in Moscow, which is a lot of people. And it was it was a great gig, really fun. God, that sounds familiar. Is that a high stage? No, oh. but it it is upstairs, so it's a high stage oh. from the first floor. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> if you count the first floor, it's a really high stage. I didn't play that one. I played others. Yeah. One of those. Last time we played there two years ago, the kitchen caught on fire during sound check. <laughs> it was actually the opening of the club of the, their new club. Oh wow! And so we're setting up, we're doing sound check, and I smell this electrical smell that, you know, that transformer burning smell. <laughs> and I thought, oh, fuck, that's a gear burning up smell. That sounds like an amp is is toast. And I was really scared, like, oh, shit, please don't let it be our gear. And then the girl came up and says, we all have to leave the kitchens on fire. <laughs> 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 so they put out the fire and we had our gig. There was the same girl that was working last time and she said, guess what? The kitchen's not on fire this time. <laughs> oh, you might. Oh, man. Well, I'm yeah. so glad to hear that you had a, such a great time. Yeah, it was and fun. It was such a success. It was a lot of work, but it was fun. Not, not entirely glamorous, as some people would think. Well, I'm glad you... Uh, obviously, the guitar wank cap was keeping you warm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was just really doing wonders for my feet that were like ice cubes. 
I fucking hate the cold, man. That's why I live in Los Angeles. You know what I don't understand about this van is there's just not the heats, the the, the vents on the floor weren't working that well. Oh. If they had a been, we would have been okay. But the the heats, the heat uh, that was working was up, oh. and heat rises. Yeah, so what so good does all... that do to your feet? So to me, the floor of the van was just as cold on my feet as if I was outside. <laughs> there was no difference. So that that's why, you know, the, all the feet warming and the, yeah. the comforters over your feet and the pads and all oh, that shit. Oh, man, that's a night. You didn't try putting your feet on the ceiling. Well, there was there was times where I would sat on my feet and yeah. just sat with my feet <laughs> on the seat, you know, because putting it on the floor was not an option. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, that's... That, that was really that's, hard. There's nothing worse than being that cold. Man. Yeah, I don't know how people on the East Coast do it here, man. I just know... Yeah, I mean, um, I I grew up in Florida and then moved to L.A. I don't know much we're, about cold. We're pretty weather. big, pretty much big pussies. Like <laughs> yeah, when it comes to cold, like we we've are. been spoiled. We are definitely. I mean, we have a little drizzle here, and Los Angeles falls apart. <laughs> when you have a drizzle, it's a winter storm, <laughs> yes. according to the news anchors. And they interview people. having a winter storm. Really? How, how did you get to work today with the drizzle? <laughs> yeah, I remember. You know, living in Florida, when it rained, it would just rain buckets yeah. of water. I don't think people in California would ever be able to handle that. No, we're pretty. We're pretty sad. So, so, Bruce, what have you been up to last time we caught well, up? we talk all the time, man. Everybody's tired of hearing what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, Bruce is doing me a huge favor because Bruce introduced me to Stefan Sontag. Oh, and yeah? I called him and I'm going to try to get a guitar no him. way yeah because i i scott's going that, hollow body he's gonna <laughs> give he's gonna finally give up on those fake boat yeah, paddles the boat paddles well i've always <laughs> wanted a great hollow body and to tell you the truth i never really played one that i love as much as the one that i the red the, guitar the red guitar that bruce loaned me for the it plays like station. butter no, no. it plays so well it sounds beautiful i just can't think of a better guitar for me i just love did it did you guys meet up or you just talked no we just we I, we emailed but right. i did meet him last year at nam yeah, yeah. i was kind of surprised how young he is he's a young guy yeah yeah and um wow yeah he seems really nice and he said if you decide you want a guitar hit me up so i'm hitting him up wow he's yeah, german I, too I, I want one that's cool. Chairman. It is. Um, Yours is wine red, right? That's yeah, the actually, mine's, it, 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 it was more like blood red. Blood but, red. Um, yeah, you can get it. There's lots of different colors. He'll, yeah. He doesn't do the painting. Uh-huh. He just does the building. There's another guy do that. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw the regular sunburst, and I think, I don't know, the sunburst looks so typical. You know, Get like blonde, or, or or you know, you know, I what I'm gonna I copy I'm you. Frankly, I'm going to be totally. Just, I'm just get it. I'm going to make it red. Oh, okay. I want cool. it red. I want another red. Like color. the red well, guitar. Well, then I would yeah. tell him, maybe if you want my, if you get the wine red, it's going to end up being a lot more purple, unless oh. you tell him you want it more bloody. I mean, yeah. mine ended up bloody, which is what I want. Yeah, that's what I want too. That's yeah. the same kind Cherry of color. Red, I guess. Cherry red. Cherry red. Right. Beautiful that's color. And um, and I'm going to just. Put but you know, I mean, there's a really, there's a really, there's a thing. There's a thing called honey blonde. That is, I saw that too. That's nice. Yeah. That really is, you know, as far as I'm Gorgeous. concerned, it's just a great color mm. for that guitar. Here's a question for you. You know how your guitar, um, I've got a, a picture on my computer of your guitar, and then I've got a picture of the guitar that he advertises. Yeah. And one thing I notice is your guitars bridge from the, you know, from the uh, strap post all the way up to where the strings 
come in. It's just sort of like a like two bars on the sides, and and you know, it's like a rail. It's like a guitar bridge. Yeah. 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 Well, the, the one he's advertising, it's all covered. So is that just a cover for the same thing? I'd have to look at it. You couldn't go on safari, could you, Troy? I can. Will you go to? The, will you go to? Um, go to uh, Sontag guitars. Sontag guitars. And I'll show Bruce what I'm talking yeah, about. I'm just huh, curious. I mean, I wonder. It could be. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it might just be a plastic cover for exactly what's on your guitar. Plastic cover. Yeah, I think that's what it looks like. It looks like okay. just a plastic cover for what you have on your guitar. What is it? S I N S O N N T A G. Oh, say that again. S O N T A G. S O N double N. Oh. S O N N T A G. It's the word. It's actually the word for Sunday in German. Sonntag. Oh, so it's a mm-hmm. Sunday guitar. So he'd be like Steve Sunday. Here. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. Okay, so Sonntag guitars. You find it? It's not Sonntag.com. No, no, no. It's like SonntagGuitars.com. So there's a newspaper called Sonntag over there. That's probably here. It is Sonntag dash. Oh. Guitars. Yeah. Wow, that's so a ripper. There you go. There. Well, there's the bridge wow. right there. Okay, that's let me see. Beauty. Let me see. That's Pardon. the. That's the one. That's beautiful. And that's that's the same bridge as me. It is. Yeah. But not according to the pictures you have. Yours you kind of have just two rails on the side, and you can see the guitar in the middle of the bridge. No, 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 no. What? No, no, it's a solid piece of ebony underneath with, with the two adjuster screws and a saddle on the top. Oh, well, can I see that? Can I see the computer for a second? Sure. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Okay. Hang on a second. Um, so, yeah, when you go to guitars... He might have had, like, a, a different kind of bridge on another pick, on another pick, but I've got that bridge, right? Okay, the, 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 I'm, I'm going to go to guitars, and I'm going to go to the... Brigid, Anyways, while he's doing that... The Brigid is the one that you play, right? No, no. The one I play is the Ballad. Oh, the Ballad. Now, I don't even see that guitar. Blood. I mean, Ballad. Ballad. I don't see The Brigid is a good guitar. I mean, they're all great guitars. The Elect... I oh, mean, there it is. Ballad. Okay. There it is. Okay. Oh, you see... That's what you have on your guitar. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the exact same bridge as the first one. But you on, on, no, because on the, uh, the, his, that bridge, you can't see the guitar through the bridge. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll show you. I'll go, I'll find you the You can't see other, the guitar through the bridge. Find the, the other The bridge guitar. ain't invisible. No. If, if, will it's, he do a guitar wank discount if I get one too? Yeah, yeah, man. We can do, we can do a three-way. <laughs> you, you, you get chili fries with it. You can't see the guitar through the bridge. It's like a solid bridge. Oh, on, on the Brigitte. Uh-huh. Uh, this actually, it's just the picture. It's the same, basically. Oh, it's just the picture. It's just the way the picture looks in the finish. I see. So it's And the this, same. this particular bridge is a little uh, longer. I see. But, okay. I mean, let me look. I'm going to kind of go through all these again. Shit, where is So, it? okay, I thought it was that one. It's not. It's the... And, uh, no, it's the same. Okay. It's really the same. It's just the... God, he has red one here for the ballad. This now, is like my guitar. I've never yeah. noticed this piece of white here on your where? guitar. What's that? What, right there? Yeah. On the shoulder? That's just a uh, reflection of the light. Oh, it's not a... Okay. It's just reflection. I see. 
Yeah. Okay. This is my guitar. Might even be no, it's not my guitar because of mine has the uh, name plate and he different tuners. Mm-hmm. Now, can you could you get? Well, I'll have to ask him this, I guess. He can do could, everything with it. You could get a different pick guard and have the you, knobs into the wood. Yeah, but I would really highly suggest not with this guitar because uh-huh. it's so acoustic. Oh, I see. Uh, it's such a thin top. Could he make I, a black pick guard instead of a white pick guard? Of course, of course. Oh, all that shit's... That's but, cool. Yeah. And you could also get like like the Brigitte, which is a much thicker top. Mm-hmm. I mean, not much thicker, but somewhat thicker. And you see, it's got uh-huh. the, a built-in pickup and... Things there's there's lots of the yeah. uh, but I, I know uh, there's one, one called the Electra uh-huh. that I played that I actually just did a record with back there. Man, this guitar is badass. It's like cool. an L five man. How long does it take him to build one of these? Guitars? You know, it depends. I mean, twenty years. <laughs> no, no, he's not like a lot of guitar builders will take your money and make you wait. You know, until your like daughter. Dead. Uh, he's <laughs> not the Alexander Dumble of guitar builders. But, uh, but you know, I mean, he he's 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 jamming, and he like it, if he tells you it's six months. It's six months. If he tells you it's six years, it's six years. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's not going to bullshit you. Um, and not that anybody else bullshits you. It's just the idea of time and responsibility is different in various cultures. Um, he's very much... Uh, one thing I really was really res- surprised about when I dealt with him with my guitar is like... It, it arrived, I mean, it was like built in the time frame he said it would. He was cool. very responsive. I'm me- messing around with my hat, sorry. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I mean, definitely, there's a lot of great models here. That I, wasn't a know, fart. That was me, like, messing around with the hat. You know okay. what I mean? There's a lot of really great How many has he got? Here. He's got about seven models. Wow. Yeah, and they're I'm all really excited about getting one. And they're amazing. Like, look at the color of that one. That's beautiful. That's that honey blonde, man. It's yeah, that's so pretty. If, as that's a listener, hard. if you want to go check this out, it's it's yeah. It's, I mean, and you know, I mean, Sontag Guitars.com. And I do want to give a shout out to all the people who are building great arch tops out there. There's of course Campoloni, Buscarino, Victor Bailey, um, Victor Bailey, and, and bass and, player. And, and, yeah, Victor Bailey, not the bass player, but a different <laughs> uh, guitar maker. I mean, there's a lot of great builders. Of course, there's Tom Rebecca. There's, you know what I mean? Is and, that the one you've... And the you've, Benedettos are, you know, they're more of a, obviously, a factory now. What's the one you, you, but they're you left here? That's Tom Rebecca's okay. guitar. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the price point's going to be different depending on how famous the guy is and you know and and to be honest with you they do all play differently and each guy has a style and you know it's you do it you know i mean it's but i will promise you no guitar will
but I will promise you, no guitar will sound better or play better than Stefan's. I mean, I, I, <coughs> That's I really played cool. a lot of them. Now, we, we did actually have a guy write in and ask about you talking about the Archtop Spruce, so this is probably yeah. a good time to segue into that as we are, but um, what do you expect to pay for something of a good well, quality Well, like well, that? okay, really, in a lot of ways, of course you're paying for great workmanship, but you're also paying for the name of the worker. I mean, right. obviously a handmade Tom Rebecca or a handmade Bob Benedetto is going to run you deep in five figures. Deep in five figures. Like 50 grand, 30 grand, oh, really? 25 grand. So we're talking think. violin prices. No, and then, violins and then you're are in the jazz to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> How's that work? Well, I, that's that was my thing with Norm. You know, he, <laughs> he I played a Stromberg, and and you know, I said, "What does it cost?" And you know, and, and I, he, he, I, you know, I asked him. He said, "I asked him how many jazz gigs does it take to pay for this guitar?" And he looked at me, and I said, "Oh, that's right. No one's ever played that many." <laughs> <laughs> which which uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like, how do jazz musicians afford a anyway, great jazz guitar so, like that? But um, so, like, with an archtop guitar, you got to be careful because there are guys who I assume out there who are you know still learning and apprenticing, and they maybe not making really super high quality stuff. Mm -hmm. But a guy like John Monteleone or Tom Rebecca or or a handmade Bob Benedetto. Now Bob Benedetto has a like a factory now. I mean, it's not a factory like. Epiphone or Gibson, right. but it's it's a factory where there's there's apprentices making his designs, and he oversees it. And they're fine instruments. There's a guy named Howard Paul who runs the company, and the, you know, and they're but they're making production mm -hmm. versions of the Benedetto. But if you wanted a Bob Benedetto and... handmade or a Tom Rebecca handmade or a John Monteleone handmade, it's like a D, D Angelico. I mean, you're talking. Deep into five figures, wow. I would assume. But the Sontags aren't that much. Sontags uh, aren't yeah. that much. Buscarinos, like Capolonis. Yeah, right now, I mean, I'm looking at the 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 J17 standard. It's fifty two fifty euro, so that's about six yeah. grand a minute. How much is the Ballad? The Ballad is uh, even less. It's forty eight hundred. It's about like fifty three hundred dollars American. Hopefully, I can get an artist deal. I hope. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll and, cross and, you know, my fingers. And, <laughs> and you know, there's 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 various you know modifications you make that change the price. Mm -hmm. You want this kind of case. You want this color. You want this kind of pickup. Whatever you know, right. I'm, this these kind of tuning. But you know, it, it moves around. But I mean, let's face it. You know, you couldn't go near something that one of the more famous builders make and 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 with all due respect to everybody he's he's making on the level of what i've played i mean there's a guy named mark lacy another guy who's super high end and i have had is one of his guitars guy's a genius but stefan's he's making, right there. making guitars that play as well and sound as well that's in awesome. my opinion and that's all you can do is go by your opinion but yeah. I, I have played a lot of guitars in my life of yeah. this type yeah and you know now, and what you like. It's a stylistic thing. What you like, like this red, this red guitar to me sang, and it's weird. I mean, I played it last night. I played, I played the guitar night with Pisano, John Pisano. Mm -hmm. You know, and it still is an electric guitar. It's it's always a challenge. Yeah. It's different. It was like last night. It had a whole different thing. John had a really particularly dark sound. Mm -hmm. You know, but punchy. You know, it was like. 
he had a, a solid state amp that had a lot it was loud it was dark but it sounded like he had like a millisecond delay so you'd not only hear the note but you'd hear it again you know what oh, I mean? wow. so it got that kind of fatness yeah. to it so it was like this big and i don't mean this in a bad word but just sound wise it was a blob right mm-hmm. you know big on the stage right. and like so i wanted I purposely chose to get brighter and clearer, mm-hmm. so, you know, even though my tendency is to kind of go for the fatter sound, just because I, you know, sonically it sounded to me like it belonged yeah. in that world mm-hmm. in order for me to play. And this guitar like really went there in a, in a cool new way that, I mean, with tones that I'd never fucked with, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just, I just know that when I tried, uh, Bruce brought his L5 over. He brought the 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 Sontag and the Epiphone too. And the Epiphone, and I tried them all. And as soon as I played that Sontag, that was it. I was like, "That's the sound I want on this tune." I mean, that yep. was there was it was a no brainer. I just right. it was and the sound you got it was completely different than any of the sounds I've ever gotten out of it. Uh huh. You know, now so why why wouldn't really guys just go a, like an L5 or something like that? Well, you know the well, L5 is expensive. Well, thing, right? L5, well, L5s, you know, you can get them for various prices, but L5 is, is a different animal than this than my red guitar. Yeah. Uh, my red guitar is really an acoustic guitar that just happens to have a pickup on it. It's the same style of guitar as the L5, but yeah. it's made to be acoustic. The L5s I have are made to be electric. Right. So the thickness of the top is it's like twice or three times as thick. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. As 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 the, as the guitar I have. And and Stefan makes guitars like that too mm-hmm. and they're yeah. really beautiful. They're really great. Yeah. But it's a whole different style of instrument. Yeah. And you know, and of course the L5 has two pickups in it and it's got the got the tone and bass control. You know, it's got the tone volume. It's got like four tone four knobs mm-hmm. bolted like to the top, built yeah. it to the top. I mean, it's got yeah. a lot of stuff making that top not vibrate. Mm-hmm. Right. So that it, you get that fatness, that West Montgomery classic kind of feel, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. which is I mean, it's it's the sound I mean, in my personal opinion, nothing ever sounded better than West Montgomery, you know, ever, you know. And it's that sound, yeah. and that's and uh, it's the sound I grew up wanting to have, and it's a, grew, a sound I grew up with, and so I have those guitars. Yeah. And now uh, I'm just choosing to throw myself into a new world of tone to get away from my old thing and maybe get away from my idols just to find something new, you yeah. know. Yeah. And and but it's it's got a lot to give, a lot of clarity. A lot of, uh, and it can get really shitty, and that's the problem. And I, and I'll, you know, and I, like I say, Scott, I will warn you: these ballads, particularly, that remains to be so acoustic, they don't like amplifiers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you really have to find the right amplification, mm-hmm. and maybe within your case, like the way you did on Vibe Station, the reverb thing, and you know, like to really mm-hmm. get it to where. It's good, but the meanwhile, you've got an acoustic guitar that plays as good as any electric guitar. Yeah, in the it really world. does play great. You but know. there's something about the woodiness of it, man, that I love. Like when I played an L5, and nothing against L5s, because I like the tone of L5s and I like Wes Montgomery's tone, but to me, it sounds like I recognize it. Mm. It's recognizable. It's just like a strat, you know? A lot of play, guys play a strat, but. A, 
there's so many guys that have managed to get their signature sound out of a Strat yeah. or a signature sound out of a Les Paul. And I'm sure it's the same with an L5. But the players that I've heard play an L5, of all of them, Bruce has the brightest and clearest sound. And just about everybody else I've heard play an L5, it's really dark. Right. Like well, it's always really dark. I think, yeah, I, th I don't understand. That's just a trend, you know what I mean? I know that it's it has the capability of going capability of going there, but I think it's just a stylistic thing. You yeah. know, what I mean, I think guys today, you know, you got to realize that like Pat Metheny exists. <laughs> yeah. And Pat Metheny's thing was what dark, dark, heavily. Well, it was yeah. originally chorus, then delay. Yeah. And what you know, and, and I mean, that's that what kind of became the jazz to... guitar thing. And you know, if you listen to Wes, he's not as dark. I mean, he can no. play on the low strings, no. and you can actually hear definition. Yeah. Barney Kessel was even brighter. What's the Pat Metheny? Ibanez guitar like compared to like say an L5. Oh or no, a... they no. It's it's more in the L5 world. It's got a uh -huh. thicker top and uh -huh. a stable top and a built-in pickup. And, Have you, you know. played one of those guitars? Did, Actually, did you like I was, it? I was in Japan when they were building it. They built mine at the same time. Oh okay. Did you like the Pat Metheny guitar? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I've never played. Ibanez one, makes only... great guitars. You know, yeah. I mean, they're I've only super played the George consistent Benson. and they always play great. Yeah, He's, I like the George Benson. I used a George Benson. Um, Ibanez on a Tribal Tech record. I just did a duet of Stella by Starlight with Kinsey, mm -hmm. just me and him. Yeah, and it's a really nice little duet. And that that George Benson, it's punchy, but it doesn't sound big like right. like well, it's probably a small the, body. Yeah, and it's got floating pickups, mm -hmm. which will make which obviously has a lot smaller sound than a built-in yeah. pickup would. He's coming to town, right, Pat Martini? But it's nice. Pat Martini's so. coming to town. He's coming to town. Great. I saw that today. I thought playing where. I can't remember where he's he got. Playing. You know, he was he was inducted as a national endowments uh, jazz master this year. Really, four people got it. Yeah, it was um, Pat Metheny, Joanne Brackeen, this great piano player, Todd Barkin, the guy who I've always talked about, who ran that club Keystone Corner. Yep. and then moved to New York, and he ran Dizzy's club too for about ten years, and um, and the fourth person. Oh damn! Maybe it's Diane Reeves. Mm. Yeah, where's I he mean, playing? Where's Pat? I can't playing? remember where he said he's playing. But the first thing that come to mind is like, well, he should come on the show. Yeah, he would. Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll put the word out. I can call him. You can call him. Yeah, I, I actually have his phone on my phone. Dude, call him. Get him I on the show. I just don't do that, man. You well, know, I think he gave it to me just because he felt like he had to and not like he wanted me to call him. <laughs> well, call you know, him. You know, some people give you their phone. Hey, let's hang. And you go, really? Yeah, yeah. Come give me your phone number. Okay. Yeah. They give you your phone number. And they, they don't want me to call him. He kind of did I'll the same him. thing with me with the email. Because like I sent him an email about a lawsuit that I was involved in that he was involved in too. And um, these guys that were bootlegging concerts and I got a lot of money from these guys, yeah. and I thought, well, Pat, maybe he doesn't need money like I do, but he should still get what's coming to him because yeah. they bootlegged him too. And then he writes me a super nice email about how he really, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was very flattering. And then I said, well, you know, yeah, let's keep in touch and, you know, whatever. And then he wrote me back and he said, yeah, you know, I'm not really an emailer kind of guy. I'm just not, you know, like, I don't really email too much. And I was no. like, ah, oh, yeah, well, I, I, mean, I, I You know, I, I just know. hung out with him. We, yeah. we had a great conversation. It was in one yeah. of his gigs. Like Larry Grenadier, this bass player who works with him a lot, was 
shit, he started out as my student, then played in my band. He's kind of like my brother, basically. Right. You know, he was... The first band he was in was my band, you know. I mean, we, you know. Yeah, but you and, guys. And, you know, and so I hang out with Pat when Larry's around. Right. Larry's a brilliant bass player. And, uh, you know, Pat was like, oh, yeah, let's get together. Here's my phone number. But, you know, I'm just, I did, you know what I mean? Yeah, I but hold it. It's, it's but, like, you know you know the story about Ingo Humber, Humperdinck, don't no. you? Did no. I ever tell you that story? No, you didn't. Okay, well, Ingerbert Humperdinck. He's got this famous thing where, like, he likes his stage manager finds like a pretty girl and sends him up to the dressing room after the show. You know, is this the twins? This is the, yeah. This, then like, I have you, told you have this told this. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, you've told the twins. So do I, do yeah. I keep going or do no, I quit? No, no, yeah, you, I quit. Yeah, okay, quit. cool. <laughs> Anyways, well, it's like that, right? Okay. okay. And yeah, anybody but, wants to hear that, just email me and I'll and I'll write it. But uh, but hold it, you're missing the point. It's not about hanging out with you. Pat Metheny still wants to sell albums make money and get his stuff out so uh, he's in town I think he's made lots he, of money yeah i know he but guitar wank still he's a, a, he's a jazz master now okay he's an nea jazz master like but all we can offer him is like we have we to, can offer him an audience of a few and good conversation and, and some liquor and some liquor so which is the know, only reason i can think of the come is for the liquor well there you go <laughs> we've got good booze thanks rob yeah. wait rob this i gotta say yeah, what oh is man, it glenn rob. Glenn Livet. Glenn Livet. Yeah, Glenn Livet. And this is very good. This, Rob, is, this is actually an old bottle, too. I it's did a guitar a, wank I mean, extra a, with Rob Harris. He's the guitarist from Jamiroquai. Do you know Jamiroquai? Uh, yeah, I kind of. They've I'm sold like over familiar. 30 million albums worldwide. Yeah. They're amazing, amazing band. Anyway, Rob's the guitarist. Awesome player. Awesome bloke. He's from London. He was here the other week. And he, lovely guy. And he comes in and he gives us this, because he's a massive fan of guitar wank. Oh. And he gives us a bottle of Glenn. Don't I still Livet. owe you that bottle that Larry Gibbs gave me? I still oh. at my house. I should have brought it tonight. Yeah, but you I know what I've got for you? What's that? Oh, and I By should... the way, Larry Gibbs says hi. He was at my baked potato game. Is this hold it? Hi. Is this Larry Larry Gibbs, the guy that gave oh, us Oh, Barry the... Gibb from the Bee Gees. No, no, Larry Gibb. <laughs> you remember oh, the Gibbs, yeah, brother? I Larry Gibb? I do, I do. So anyway, he was at my gig and he said to tell you guys hi. And uh, I still have the bottle that he brought me, and I keep forgetting to bring well, it. Well, just bring it when you do. I mean, right now we got this amazing yeah. bottle of single malt. Uh, and, and are you going to put that? You interviewed him, right, Troy? I've, yeah, we're going to put that up. It was like a Guitar Week extra. Who's that? I forget. Um, I got to give Scott. Where's he going? He's he's just limping around. He's limping he's, around just for fun. It's like he's he's hanging out with me, and now he's starting to act like me. Scott. <laughs> yeah. This is, um, oh, yeah, this look. is... Yeah, this is so cool. This is really cool. And this is how we know that Guitar Wank is actually... I'm limping around, everyone. This is how we know that Guitar Wank is actually... Um, affecting the lives affecting of Affecting the lives of people, good or bad. Um, sorry if you can up the mic. But a, a fan of the show, and mm -hmm. obviously a fan of Scott, sent us a box. And I was a little disheartened at first because I thought, oh, it's just for Scott. What about us? But <laughs> it's a really... I thought it was a really special gift so i will okay. present this to you now this okay. is from hank williams no hank williams this is from hank williams okay i'll give you this okay from hank what's his last name a, a link allinger allinger yeah man i yeah hank i know Hank. oh wow this is cool you, you know doug shane that i met yeah. i met the night i met doug i met hank oh you did they're buddies whoa and he's in maryland 
This is where you can buy all things Star Trek. This is his. Read the letter. It'll tell oh, you. That, no, you should oh, look at it because that he just gave you the auction book of of the the auction. I mean, this Whoa. is all the stuff. How cool is that, dude? Wow, that he sent that awesome. here to give to you. I was oh just my thought, god! Look at all that this was such cool a lovely stuff. gift. Wow! I want this dress for sure. <laughs> But read, read, you have to read the read letter. Read the letter aloud. Yeah, Come on, read it out. You can read, right? Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, without my glasses, not really well. But um, uh, let's see. Scott, from the podcast, it sounds like you are a Trekkie. Yes. <laughs> my son deals in movie memorabilia, and I thought you might enjoy this auction catalog. It's hard for me to read without my glasses, sorry. I actually read quite well, but without my glasses, I'm struggling here. <laughs> if you or any of the members would ever like a tour of movie memorabilia at the props store in Santa Clarita. Where's Santa Clarita? It's up north. You know, it's up Valencia. near um, Magic you know, Mountain, right? Up, up to five. Please let me know. Um, my son, Brandon, would be happy to give you a wow, tour. That's that awesome, cool. man. I want to go. Love you playing in the podcast. Cool. Man, thank you so much. Hank, this is awesome, man. This is, I just love this. Thank you so much. Wow. I'm going to look at every page there? of this. How oh, there's is, a phaser. Oh, my God. How long has this been sitting there, Troy? Oh, it's only been here for a, a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. Two, three weeks. Well, thanks, Hank. Hank, Isn't thank you so much. that what they call the weapon on Star Trek? A phaser. Yeah. That's where the just guitar pedal. Just like the pedal. MXR <laughs> Phase 90. Yeah. That's okay. a Phase 90 or it's Phase It's the same thing. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. This is so <laughs> awesome. Some nice Klingon weapons here that I could tear you guys limb from limb with. <laughs> Fucking a. How cool is that? This is very awesome. Thank I you. should wear a Star Trek pin when I play. <laughs> <laughs> don't, do, don't you do the sign? You guys do the sign. This is great. What is the sign? Oh, fucking Bruce has got it. Wow. It's a Roman order. There's a, there's the, these are the oh, red shirts. I, these are the guys that died at the beginning of every Star Trek. Oh, yeah. If you're wearing a red shirt, you're, you're going to die. <laughs> well, that's like, that's, that's like the joke. You know. <laughs> What's the joke? God, I know I've told this one too. What? Okay, a Russian general and an Italian general are hanging out. You, you know, haven't they're told about to go, They're about to go into battle. Yeah. And the Russian general says to his aide, he says, give me my red shirt. And the Italian... You know, to his aide, and the aide goes running off, and the Italian general goes, why you ask for the red shirt? And he says, because if I get shot, I don't want my men to see me bleeding. It's bad for morale. Right. So the Italian general goes, oh, very, very good. He's, he pulls his uh, aide over. He says, Luigi, get me my brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't yeah. told that one. Really? That's, that's a, a new That's a new one from Bruce. That's a new one from Bruce. That's there awesome, we go. Man. Thank Every you now so much, then. Hank. That's really awesome. Thank man. you, Hank. Great gift. Awesome. And you know, that's, I said that same thing to to to, to John last night at the gig. He says, why'd you bring the red guitar? He says, because you know, if I start bleeding, I don't want the rhythm section to see. It's bad for morale. <laughs> so John, why'd you bring the brown guitar? <laughs> Uh, How is John Pisano? Oh man, what a what a <laughs> he's such what a great an amazing guy! guy. I, know, I mean, he's so he's cool. Eighty-eight years old, and he's he's not just playing great; he's like kicking ass. He's <laughs> hurting it. people. 
You know <laughs> like what I mean? It's so great. I mean, he's, he's so awesome, man. It was so funny. There's still one of the funniest things ever said on this show when Bruce says, so you're not really working that much. You know, you're you're only working one night a week. How, how come? And he goes, well, I have to stay home all the other nights in case I get a call. <laughs> that was so right. Boom. You know, boom. Yeah. It was so good. Love he's, that guy. He's a legend, man. He is really fucking awesome. Fucking legend. <laughs> so fucking good.